You're listening to Real Health with me, Carl Henry, in association with Activia. Activia offers a range of yogurts that help support a healthy gut. Your gut is where it all begins. Leia Healthcare. It's good to live. Proud sponsor of the Real Health Podcast with Carl Henry. Welcome to the Real Health Podcast with me, Carl Henry, in association with Leia Healthcare. Every single week, we bring you tips tools and tricks to improve your health and this week is no different. I'm delighted to be joined in studio by Roz Purcell and Indy Power and we're going to talk through meals, snacks, breakfast, lunch, dinner, what you can cook, how to cook it and to make it really really simple. Roz Purcell and Indy Power, welcome to the Real Health Podcast. How's it going? Thank you so much for having us. Very good. Yeah, it's uh, Friday morning, so we're all set off for the weekend. Um, today's episode is a little bit different. Um, we've done kind of nutrition before. We've done all of that. And in today's ep, I wanted to do something a little different. I wanted to give our, our listeners tips, tools, um, methods, tricks for healthy meals during their day. So I think what we'll do over the course of the next half an hour or so, we'll just talk through breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, uh, you know, eating and work, eating on the go, just things that our listeners are going through. And we get questions in all the time. A lot of them, they come in around, you know, is this healthy for cook with? Is it that oil? Is it whatever oil? How do I cook? Like, and it's got really simple over the course of the, uh, the last couple of months where we got an email and asked me, how do I cook scrambled eggs? Like, <laughs> well, okay. <Sorry>. So, <laughs> you know, so we'll, we'll take, our, take our listeners through it. Okay. And I think, you know, any tips that you can give them will be really, really good. I suppose the first thing is that a lot of people have a misconception that healthy eating and cooking healthily is really difficult. Mm-hmm. Would that be fair to say? No, it's really so not. <laughs> and it's, it's very simple. I think that... Um, like I know four or five years ago when like health food bloggers, we all kind of like sorry, coming out of the woodwork. Um, I do feel like a lot of us maybe might res- be responsible for making health food and healthy living almost seem unaccessible because, you know, we were there with our kale and quinoa salads and goji berries and things you had to go to the health food store to get. And that's completely unrealistic. And I know a lot of us have brought it back and we're using everyday local ingredients, like things like you already have in your kitchen breast, like eggs, oats, sweet potatoes, you know. It, it seems to have been a big be, push yeah, to it's gotten a, a simpler so much, Yeah, well, yeah. it's gotten cooking. so much easier as well because some of those ingredients that were kind of a bit weirder are now like in Super Value in Tesco and stuff. So it's made it so much more mainstream. And like things like almond butter and stuff, like every single market like, but you yeah. know it's no yeah. longer weird so it's that makes it so much more accessible I think. okay so things are easier to get so all right let's kick it off with breakfast then so what are your top breakfasts uh in terms of that people should be eating obviously eggs are good yeah. in any way shape mm-hmm. or form for the scrambled egg uh, question person <laughs> do you guys presumably don't put butter or, or milk or anything into your eggs you just scramble them i, I don't imagine. actually eat eggs anymore oh, okay. um i found out like a year ago that i was intolerant to them but i did have them like at least once a day before that so i would have been a big scrambled eggsy kind of person but i'm way more kind of into like overnight oats and smoothies yeah. now kind of for, for mornings overnight oats let's, yeah. let's talk overnight oats okay. then so really popular people read about them all the time I would think a lot of people don't actually know a what they are and B how to make them so mm. let's let's start with that I think it's it depends as well on your taste because I like them quite like creamy and like I use a lot of nut milk and stuff my husband likes them way drier and actually like drains them when I make them really? um, oh yeah it's so weird I'm like no creamy creamy yeah. okay so um, that it's like are... when people like stodgy parts and so people like yeah. runny parts yeah. like, oh, who no, are you yeah. oh my god yeah, yeah I, I get a lot of questions about overnight because I suppose when I make them whether it's on YouTube or on my stories you know people are like do you eat them cold in the morning and I'm like, yeah, you do. So um, overnight oats is definitely something for the summer months. Um, and you just soak them overnight. It takes two minutes to prepare. Okay, so um, get oats, get yogurt or milk. 
I yeah. use nut milk, yeah. Nut milk. Yeah, yeah. nut milk, nut milk or, or you grease. can add some Greek yogurt or something like that yeah. if you want. And there's tons of recipes on my site or an indie yeah. site, you know, like how to tart them up. You know, you can have like coconut and raisin, you can have like banana bread overnight. Yeah, like, there's so many different flavours. If you're hungry, you're going to be yeah. in real trouble because we're going to talk food all the way through. Yeah. Okay, so overnight oats, brilliant. Uh, um, baked oats. Baked oats. So um, yeah, it's pretty so much good. similar to overnight oats. Um, I make mine, you can make it with like oats, egg whites, some nut milk again, a bit of protein powder if you want, and you bake them the night before and they're ready to go in the morning. It's pretty much like a cake. It's absolutely delicious. Oh, yeah. Um, over the past course of six weeks, I've been meal prepping religiously because I've been back in college. And uh, Do you both meal prep, by the way? I do a little, I see, I like I work from home, so I usually eat what I'm recipe testing and stuff. Okay. But I oh, I send my husband to work with like his little containers of lunch and dinner. That's my meal prep, which is not for me. He's like, yeah, I feel like in school. when you're a food blogger, you also became, become a mother to yeah, like, every boyfriend yeah. you're going out with. Which is great for the, it's great for the partners. It, yeah. Of course. Yeah, they get very spoiled. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, where's my batch of cookie dough balls? Okay, um, so we've, we've got, I have to say, I do meal prep even though I work from home because I, I feel it ensures that I'm if you're like me I know my habits are I snack while I'm making food mm. so if I get home from the gym I'm starving and by the time I've made my dinner I realise okay I'm already after snacking on like a thousand calories yeah, worth of food like a full meal so, people forget those yeah, don't they, yeah. they, they when you, if you're if you're well, cooking mindless. something and you're it's mindless yes. before used, you've forgotten all about it yeah I used I got in a really bad habit as well where I'd be doing that kind of testing and tasting stuff and then it would come to lunchtime and I'd be like I'm not I'm so full I'm not going to have lunch so that was one thing I made myself have like you're going to have breakfast you're have lunch Structure. and then you'll do that less mm-hmm. like and, and then you know you're getting a proper meal instead of just like loads of chocolate by 11am yeah. because but yeah that's the thing and like I guess a lot of people like it's hard to find a balance when you are recipe testing in your food blogger mm. because by 11 o'clock you're probably already after having some cake you know yeah. what I mean <laughs> Um, so that's why I, I know personally I've had to put it down to two days so Saturday and Sunday are my recipe testing days okay. so I'd be making like five batches of the same bread mm. and I'll always have friends over because otherwise yeah. I'll eat yeah. it yeah. all giving away you know? is a good thing I yeah. do the same I only rest rest on kind of Wednesdays and Thursdays now okay. and it just you do you do yeah. just need because otherwise you're eating banana bread I would have never, I would have never oh, thought about that <laughs> yeah and okay. like at the start I yeah. was like yeah, yeah. Oh, seven days so much fun <laughs> oh my god and then you kind of come to stage where like I can't do this yeah. every day and I need to share the food yeah I also started doing sweet and savoury days as well so like oh, it, which, it yeah it kind of yeah. helps because it's okay. just intense otherwise <laughs> wow it's a whole other side of food, <laughs> yeah. food blog yeah. it's really interesting okay let's pull it back to the listener meals so we're looking at eggs in any way shape oh, or yeah, form so obviously I, we're looking at baked I oats eggs. we're looking at overnight oats um talk to me smoothies, about smoothies so. yeah okay smoothies yeah. um well, yeah, I guess I had a smoothie on the way here in the taxi because yeah. I, I guess they're so just yeah <laughs> they're really handy if you're in a rush like they are like I suppose uh, I'm for using up things as fast well. food. Like, yeah, using up mm. things exactly. So, um, like with my fruit, before it's going to go after in summer months, I know there's loads of fruit flies around. So I keep everything, all my fruit in the freezer. Yeah. So for in smooth, the freezer. yeah, in the freezer. Such so my strawberries, texture, like a any bananas, like. chop them up, put them into the freezer straight away. So when you put them into your smoothies, it's just they're cold, mm. it's creamier, it's almost so like good. an ice cream, like soft serve ice cream. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and it's, it's a nice way. You're smoothie very yeah. well. Yeah, especially like in a smoothie bowl, and you can add it. So good. I know, but the whole smoothie bowl. I've never had one, but I've yeah. seen them. The, the smoothie thing bowl that is, thing. right? Yeah. That's kind smoothie of more bowl. on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's for Instagram. Like, honestly, the majority of times I have smoothies, it's from a Nutribullet, yeah. and it's in the back of a taxi, if I'm being quite Perfect. honest. That's but, fine. Yeah. Okay, and yeah. if someone wants to make a, a really, really simple, quick smoothie, first of all, can you make it the night before? Yeah, you can do bags. Like, sometimes I do bags, say, that, like, has my protein powder, has my banana in it, whatever, and you just chuck it in. Like, if you're, if you're really rushed, yeah, and you keep them in the freezer. Okay. Yeah. But I usually just do, like, nut milk, 
protein, nut butter, and then something like banana or berries. Or okay, and a fruit. Okay, yeah. so a nut butter, some protein powder, nut milk, yeah. and a bit, a little, mm-hmm. bit of, a little bit of fruit. And yeah. I would have to say, like, if anyone's out there listening, I think a lot of times when people say, I've started to eat healthy, but I, I don't see any difference. Like, quantities with nut butter can be a huge yeah. thing. Yeah. And I do think that, like, if you're someone, like, who just is, wants to mindlessly have, like, a heaped up spoon or a regular spoon just get a tablespoon measure you yeah, know? yeah. I know it takes the fun out of it because you're like you have to measure this it's also but shocking when you see the yeah, first time what a tablespoon yeah. actually is you're like oh god yeah so that well, is also important fl- too there's enough of that to flavour the smoothie up pretty yeah, well. yeah. yeah. And it, it kind of gives a good texture yeah. as well yeah. mm-hmm. okay so there's another tip watch the quantity of your nut butters nut butters can be healthy but same with fruit as well I think in smoothies like I actually saw my husband the other day making smoothie and he put in like two and a half bananas oh, loads yeah, okay, no. I was like yeah. what, like, what are you doing <laughs> and do you ever put veg in your smoothies? You ever put veg? Yeah, in spinach and stuff. I do. Oh, yeah, and I make like yeah. a cauliflower smoothie. So I, when I'm making that dinner, awful. oh Carla, like, come on, <laughs> no for thickness. Don't, don't do the new try. So instead of having a frozen banana, which makes a smoothie really creamy, um, like the night before when I'm making dinner, like I might get two heads of, of cauliflower, steam, steam them, and one of them I'll chop it up and pop it into the freezer. Okay. And then the next day I'll use that as my thickener for a smoothie, and it is unbelievable. Mm. So it's also a little bit of a lower carbohydrate option as well. And avocados is all good for yeah. kind of smooth thickness. Of course, yeah. the texture. I'll, yeah. I'll try. I'm gonna try that. Yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna don't try know, that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna screenshot and send you yes. a recipe after this. Game. I, that's it. Yeah. I, I can't get my head around putting yeah. cauliflower in this smoothie at all, but I, I promise you, I will try it. Okay, good. So there's simple options some of them are overnight they can pre-prep them uh the morning rush is something that catches so many people out so having a simple option that you can the overnight oats or the mm-hmm. smoothie if you're having a time for eggs something that i do at home is i uh, seep my porridge i get jumbo porridge oats and seep them overnight yeah. just leave them on the hob in a pan so that oh, they're yeah. they, they either well, cre- basically overnight oats so yeah. yeah they're creamier and they cook really quickly on the, on, mm-hmm. on the hob which is good um okay let's pull it to lunch ideas then so People are out, they're busy, they're flat out. Um, the obvious thing, people will be going to shops to say from a deli. Do you guys go to deli counters at all, by the way? Um, well, I live right beside Calveston's. Yeah, so oh, yeah. That's pretty damn good. Do, but, um, yeah, okay. you know what? I do prep a lot of stuff myself for lunch because I feel like lunch is one of those things where, you know, it's easy to eat out, but it's really easy just to prep the night before. When I make dinner at the night before, I'll always just make extra for lunch the next day. Yeah, so I'll eat the same. That's exactly yeah. Yeah. That, like, that's a really good yeah. tip for people. If you are going to cook, I do it. Um, if my wife's away or um, if she's cooking and I'm away, we'll generally just cook up double, you know, two portions and then freeze yeah. the rest of it yeah. or keep it as well fridge, even depending. like people are always like oh yeah but there was only like two spoonfuls left of something and stuff just keep all those little things chuck them together and you've got a really nice salad you know like your fridge can be full of like Tuesday's dinner and Wednesday's dinner mix it together and then you have a full meal how long yeah. will stuff keep them so I this mistake I make all the time I, I have great intentions on a Sunday and life's mental during the week and then by the time we'd say Wednesday comes along there's still stuff in the fridge that I had prepped such as maybe lettuce and like salads mm. and stuff how long does that keep for her how long would it the keep food for safety authorities are probably going to come on to us well, generally, generally, it generally. all depends on, on what, food, it, is, what yeah. it is and okay. how you've cooked it as well yeah. so what I would say to people I'm I personally I can't do this I can't prep everything on a Sunday you see people on Instagram sick of it as well with like 60 Tupperwares yeah. and they're like this is my week I'm like oh my god by Wednesday or Thursday <laughs> I would be sick of that I wouldn't want to eat it so yeah. what I do is small prep throughout the week so whether it's the night okay. before you're just dicing 
slicing and chopping vegetables, putting them into Ziploc bags, popping them into the freezer or having them ready to go that like it's cutting out 10 minutes of prep. So yeah. like food prep doesn't have to be cooking it from A to B. It can be just getting the middle the steps. Middle steps. Okay, like so things like doing like a batch of quinoa, yeah. chopped veg and yeah. stuff and then you make that into something like so okay. you're so it's kind of part like prep and yeah. part. Yeah. Like one of my favorite things to do is like I'll make batches of quinoa and have it in the fridge mm. um, and I will just portion it out kind of in little Ziploc bags and at lunchtime throw it into a bowl with some happy pear pesto and might get like nice. a tin of mackerel or some smoked salmon or boiled eggs and love some spinach and it's grand. It literally takes two minutes. Yeah, minutes. Everything sounds so easy. It's fantastic. It actually <laughs> is really easy though. It's just getting into routine I think like yeah. the first time. Yeah and it's, it's the same with starting off when we're saying like all the ingredients like it seems like a lot at the beginning but loads of that stuff once you've stocked your kind of pantry or whatever you have that already Mm -hmm. like you're not going to the shop every time you're making something you've kind of have the staples already in okay so salads are the obvious option for lunch chubber container salad mixed in make sure there's some protein there and lots Mm -hmm. of colour in the salad Um, soups yeah, soups are great because you can soups. make them ahead as well. So talk yeah. us through a really simple, or for our uber beginner uh, listeners, of which I'm sure there are loads, how do you make a soup? That'll sound like a <laughs> stupid question, so but people ways. don't actually know. Yeah, but like when you there. even think like, like I usually make soups on a Friday and if whatever veg I have left over in my fridge because I hate food going to waste, yeah. I would literally throw it into a pot with some stock, okay. um, let it boil and simmer until it's just nice and soft and blend it. Yeah, I basically I just always roast my veg first, and then I literally just put it straight into my blender with stock and stuff. Maybe okay. So we're talking whatever veg is left in the fridge. We're talking water to cover up to the stock. Sorry, stock stock makes so much more flavor to cover it up to the 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 level Mm -hmm. of where the veg is at, Mm -hmm. and then boil it off till it's soft, and then until it's tender. Yeah, and then just blend it. You can add like herbs, spices, and just blend it in like your nutribullet or whatever. Yeah. 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 Again, lads, that sounds lovely and easy. Even like as well, it's like great. some blenders, like I use a Vitamix for like everything and it's so powerful that it actually heats it. So if you keep going, it's actually hot soup straight from it. So you can literally yeah. go from the blender to your bowl or wow. your mouth or whatever. But like, if so you could it's see so the easy. excitement in Indy's eyes as she talks yeah. about that, it's like, <laughs> okay, this is good. Oh, that's brilliant. Okay. And uh, you can literally, you can add anything into the soups from there, but it yeah. is really handy if mm-hmm. stuff, you know, I'm throwing stuff out is never good. So having it as a one-stop shop to just chuck whatever's in the fridge yeah. into it is a really good way of getting nutrients in and saving money yeah. at the same time. And even things like ramens, like just yeah. having veggie stock or chicken stock and putting in some, either whether it's like salmon left over from the night before or smoked salmon or even trout, something like that, boiled egg, uh, f- bit yeah, of quinoa, not have to be blended, chickpeas, like, yeah. or you can even make, sorry, like even make a veggie-based one, like a veggie stock, throw in some beans, lentils, some spinach, whatever. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be all blended up. Yeah, like you can make a gorgeous like minestrone kind of thing you know with oh, yeah, like tins literally with just tin stuff and stock mm-hmm. do you know what I mean it's it's such simple ingredients that you probably already have and it's just about like deciding what you're going to make with yeah them. it's just about pairing them together and getting confident like what I say to people whenever I do demos is like I always set them away with the challenge of like okay before the end demo you've one chance this week pick a recipe I don't care if it's not from my book be from anywhere like happy pair indies mm-hmm. whatever and do a recipe you've mm-hmm. never cooked before and then next week, pick a new recipe. Yeah. Then by the end of a month, you have four new recipes to add to your repertoire. So we all know once we bake or cook something once, you kind of know and you don't really need to go yeah. back and look at the or ingredients you didn't again. Need to, you just don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or you just don't, yeah. So, um, I suppose it is about building confidence because people don't have confidence when it comes to food, which is yeah. why they, they eat out or they, they kind of buy out so much mm-hmm. in terms of convenience foods that it is by adding a recipe in. The soup thing I love because loads of people don't actually know how to make soup. So now... How to get it into liquid. (laughs) Correct. How does it become the liquid form? So now you know. So like, if you're looking for one takeaway or one um, trial from this week's uh, show, it's to try and make some soup over the weekend. It 
it is a Friday. That's when we release. So and have a look in your fridge. Hot, but yeah. <laughs> and it's boiling hot. And it might be slightly warm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but give it a go. And try it. And you yeah. can go cold soup yeah. if you really want. Okay, so we're looking at soups. I've showed, uh, we've talked about how to make them. Salads, fairly straightforward. Mm-hmm. Again, your protein and your greens. And reheating leftovers as well. Reheating leftovers, which is good. Um, dinners. Uh, let's pull it to someone who's been really, really busy, flying in the door from work. Uh quick simple what are we talking about? one Stir-fried? pot as well I one love things wonders. that can be in one pot so yeah. much less washing up well okay. I guess like dinners never have to be conventional I think that we need to get that out of our head so yeah. like you could have an omelette for dinner or you could have a porridge, porridge for yeah. dinner like I always oh, have porridge winter. Like, oh my god yeah. porridge savoury porridge yeah. so you know you can make your porridge with some vegetable stock what yeah stock. <laughs> what Jeannie no, no. Um, yeah so like savoury porridge is pretty much like risotto you know you can put in some grated sweet potato some veggie stock put in some avocado some boiled eggs and it's fresh ginger and stuff is really yeah. good yeah. so yeah. you like I think like you know it doesn't have to be traditional you don't have to have your potatoes vegetables and fish or whatever it can yeah. be a five minute job okay. and whether that's like getting those tins of beans making mm. a really quick chilli you know yeah. it's so simple um, but yeah once again just having planned what you're going to do there's yeah. nothing worse than coming home and going oh my god I'm so hungry because then as soon as you, you get hungry everything, you get indecisive yeah. and you Never start goes. eating everything yeah. else and then you're like I'm full from snacking yeah and then you're really disheartened. That's the vicious cycle. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the one part thing like that. Talk to yeah. me about that. So I, like the one thing that I tell people when they're starting is like the most important thing I think is to have loads of spices, like a really good spice rack um, and loads of good tin things. Like like Roz was saying, like with, for chilies and stuff, just loads yeah. of beans, chickpeas, okay. tin tomatoes, coconut milk, that kind of thing. Because that's the stuff that never goes off. So like you might have not done a shop, you come home on a Thursday, you're starving. And like you can make an amazing meal in like 10 minutes, just literally chuck all that stuff into a pot. So loads of spices. Um, so yeah, one pot things that I make, loads of chili, loads of curries. Like I'm obsessed with curries, even like when it's hot like this, like just like I had curry last night. Um, so, and then like, if you have something like rice or quinoa and stuff already in the fridge, yeah. like that cooking time's gone. So you could have had, you know, you just do loads of spices, onion, a bit of oil, garlic, ginger Fry in the pot, put all your beans in there, you know, a bit of coconut milk, you've got all your spices and you have your rice in the fridge. So it literally could take 10 minutes and you have, you know, a fresh curry. And lunch a, it tomorrow sounds delicious. Well. B, it sounds again incredibly simple. I'm thinking mm-hmm. that sounds so young, but so easy. Okay. Um, and you're talking about spices, top herbs as well. Loads of spices. Favorite, spi- favorite spices? Uh, the ones I use the most are probably like cumin, garam masala, paprika. Um, I love cinnamon and stuff and sweet, oh, yeah. and okay. sweet things as well. But yeah, you only need like five. I mean, I have probably loads, but like you only need like five. They last like a year. You can basically just always make something nice, really flavorful if you have a really good spice rack. Good. Okay, I got cool. a really cool one on Amazon actually that like looks really nice and you fill it yourself then get a little label maker and have all the <laughs> spices that they're easy to grab it's so annoying you know when they fall over when they're in up high and stuff so okay. I'm a bit anal with my, <laughs> my spice, spice rack, rack. okay yeah. great so one pot wonders again very simple so your base will be onions uh, fry it off oil and then onions just chuck all the stuff into onion and garlic with, yeah. and, and then, then sizzle the spices a little bit kind of toast them gives them loads of flavour and then literally just go in with your stock and your veg and stuff and having things like done on a Sunday where it's like just having your garlic crushed and your onion yeah. chopped and peeled like those things make your such a difference your fridge must be so organised um, it's an organised yeah. chaos I'd say yeah. Yeah, <laughs> if you have if you've just bought loads of nice Tupperware it looks really yeah. nice for like a week and yeah. then it's like yeah. all over the place 
Um, okay, one pot wonder is good. Uh, again, else what, what are we talking? So we're talking stir fries, presumably mm -hmm. simple. Yeah, easy. and I think just like when you're making dinner, just always make double. So yeah. then you're only really going to have to cook dinner like three nights a week. Yeah. Do you get yeah, me? Yeah, I've had a lot of people asking that you like, can you do more recipes for one person and stuff? And what I always yeah, tell them is I'm like, getting that no, just lately. make this and keep the, the yeah. leftovers. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's I know, so funny. It's funny I yeah. proposed yesterday, and people were like, I want dinners for one, and I was like, oh, but at the yeah, same time, <laughs> at the same time, I was like, but would you not just make Make double extra, and then yeah. like you're done you know what I mean yeah but, yeah just yeah. cook it all off and they're just just yeah. back to what and you have, also what you put it left. in the freezer like I think people kind of have a bad connotation about freezer stuff because they think of like processed pre-made meals mm -hmm. but if you've made it yourself and you put it in the mm -hmm. freezer like that's amazing it's just a lifesaver when you have no time and talk me through okay so if one of our listeners or if I do it and you make it in the freezer um now I'm terrible right? I take it generally from the freezer mm -hmm. and chuck it into the pan and cook it I, mean, I do that a lot as well. It's like not if you're in a the rush, ideal way to do it, surely. If you can remember to take it yeah. out. And how long is it? Like if you're defrosting, say, I don't know, if I make a stir fry tonight, I put it in the freezer, I take it out tomorrow, the day after. How long I, How long should that be left vaguely for? Well, it depends how hot your kitchen is. This time here. Yeah, <laughs> so. like I think those kind of questions are really dependent on where you're putting okay. them out, how you're storing them, and I suppose what the food is. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like okay. I have an aga, so sometimes I put take it out of the freezer. And oh my God, that must aga. be so difficult. Yeah. We used to have an aga and it'd be like, how long is that going to take? No, no, I need to watch it. <laughs> yeah, no, literally, yeah. It is hard because I... Um, I had a normal oven for a while in between and I was like, this is so much better like for recipe yeah. testing for temperatures. So now I actually have to go a lot of the time, like if I know the recipe's right and I'm really unsure of the cooking time, I've learnt with the agate, but I have to go to people's houses sometimes. Oh, they're so cozy like, though. My wife says, it's oh, too hot at the moment though. Oh, I'd an agar, so. And it's like the cozy. We don't turn it off thing. though in somewhere and it's so The heat. Like, but your doggy yes. loves them. Yeah, he I literally spends his whole life there. I feel yeah. really bad because I'm moving. Yeah. 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 Okay, we're talking yeah. about dogs later on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that would be its own. Yeah. Yeah. You can actually, I have, I have like dog snacks as well on the blog. Have you? Yeah. Oh, so, okay. I got, I got, yeah. I got to have You're going to check them. those We've out. We've two yeah. spoiled pampered pooches at home, so we'll, <laughs> we'll make them for them. You're listening to The Real Health Podcast with me, Carl Henry, in association with Leia Healthcare. So we looked at uh, breakfasts, um, again, like eggs, overnight oats, plan a little bit, lunches, soup, salads, um, and to where in terms of dinners, the one pot wonder is really cool. Stir fries are mm -hmm. really, really good. Uh, don't just cook for one, cook for two. Mm -hmm. Eat what you actually, and when cooking for two, be careful with that because you don't eat for two. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. slowly uh, put it in the lunchbox yeah, portion before it. you put it in your plate. Before you go, yeah. Clever. Okay, yeah. that, that's a really good tip. So yeah. actually portion it off before you, you put it all on the plate and eat it all because in Ireland we're terrible at doing yeah. that. That's Make up your lunch do. for tomorrow and then serve it. And, then and I think dinner. a lot of us, like when we have our dinner, like once we finish, we're like, God, I'm still hungry. But I always make myself wait 20 minutes yeah. or, yeah. or Even 30 10 minutes. minutes so you're yeah. Like, okay, and just then. put a timer on your phone and go, okay, I'll have to, I'll, I'll ask myself this question again once yeah. my timer goes. I know that sounds really, really strict, but it's one of those things that like, I could eat for four people, you know, yeah. so I need, I'm Yeah, I'm really bad at that kind of intuitive eating and they're like, just eat till you're full. It's like, if I just ate till I'm yeah. full, I would <laughs> keep going. Yeah. The, the science seems to be that it's kind of 15 to 20 well, 15 to 20 minutes that your actually brain registers with your stomach or your mm. stomach registers mm -hmm. with your brain that you've got full. And it's it's the Christmas Day effect yeah. where Christmas Day, the Christmas Day meal, you're all, it's like my favorite meal of the year. Um, <laughs> you eat it and all of a sudden you're on the couch and you're wiped because you've wolfed it down. Yeah, and you're, you're so tired. overly full yeah. and, you're, and the fire is on and, you know, you get that kind of overly full sensation. So it is by slowing down your eating and it is taking that little bit of time in, in between. Mm -hmm. 
and meal also, and kind of you know, eating a little bit. Not eating dinner or breakfast or lunch. I know I'd mind attacking them in, but while you're doing a million other things, yeah. like and I never, I never on your phone as well. Yeah. Like you don't notice. I also eat so fast. I notice it when I go to meals with people. And like I'll be fully finished, and they will probably be like a quarter of the way into their meal. Wow. So like when I'm meeting with people, I have to keep like pushing my mm. plate away and stuff to be because I feel rude. Like I'm there done, like staring at them. And it's kind of boring. But, Everyone else is eating. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So slowing down, like it's not the way I'm good at, but it's probably something we should so be doing. Even the food blockers, lads, have issues when it comes to eating <laughs> yeah, really, really, really quickly. <laughs> and like it's something like I constantly work on because I used to be like that where I'd mm. be the first one finished. Um, and I'm not sure now is it just my boyfriend's way faster than me or I've actually slowed down, but um. Yeah, I have. I take my time eating a lot now. It's just for me to be actually quite mindful when I'm eating that I'm not doing it while I'm watching TV or doing loads of other things because then it, it, you don't really feel yeah. like you've eaten your meal. You know? I also do. I'm like I'm so bad. I always have the next bite on the fork while I'm chewing. So that's something I'm being like, don't put the bite on the fork until you've stopped chewing. One of the things about I think oh, about ten episodes ago with Neil O'Brien in, and we were talking about just kind of mindfulness and, and, and being more mindful. And one of his things is that you put your knife and your fork down in between each mouthful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so kind of what I mean. That's and what I then need put to it do. down and just chew your food without yeah. the knife and fork in your hand. I don't know. Is that kind of like an Irish thing? Because I feel like my family growing up it was very much they thing, did like, finish the, your food. Uh, yeah, finish, no, 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 yeah. no. Oh, yeah. no. It was like the opposite. Yeah, finish your food. Yeah, yeah. yeah two like, more bites than you can leave. Yeah. Yeah. Second <laughs> serving, especially if you're from a big family. Like if I wanted seconds, I had to yeah. eat fast. Of course, you'd be yeah. left otherwise. Yeah. And the best bits, like if you yeah. want the crispy bits or the whatever. Oh, listen, yeah. <laughs> like the the extreme of that, I've seen people do it. I've actually recommended it to clients who eat super fast. We set them a challenge to eat with chopsticks for a couple mm. of meals and it, what it does is it slows you down yeah. Because, yeah. and the portions are smaller so you're not yeah. putting as much into mm -hmm. your mouth and it slows down the whole process of eating your dinner and eating yeah. you know and it just it just gets people to relax a little bit <laughs> until I mean, you get really good at the chopsticks and then you're yeah. <laughs> and then you're in real trouble um, okay so look this is cool this is great so let's talk snacks then um, snacks are crucial because it's, I think if you can make two or three key healthy snacks that you have you mm -hmm. can bring them with you it'll save you money because you're not going mm -hmm. into shops buying stuff it'll improve your health because you know what you're eating and you know what you, it'll give you energy in terms of how you feel because your body's getting consistent food during yeah. the day go-to snacks what are we what are we my talking about my favorites that i literally make like i'd say i make them twice a week is um these cookie dough balls or the recipes on my website but they're basically just cashews vanilla powder, a little bit of maple syrup, and a little bit of coconut oil. Okay. And then you add in like either cacao nibs or chocolate and just roll them up. And they're so good. Like they fully taste like coconut. Okay, give us that again. Go for it. So roasted cashews, roasting them yeah. is really important. Um, a little bit of maple syrup, coconut oil, and that kind of binds it together. Yeah. And then vanilla powder is the ingredient that makes such a difference. So okay. if you can't get it, you can use um, a vanilla pod. Yeah. But just the actual, you know, like the actual black speckles, they taste so much stronger than like they, vanilla. There used to be a brand that used to have a packet of them. Yeah. And New and Naturals used to have it. And yeah, I actually like wrote oh them. Oh my god, I was like, where is the vanilla? <laughs> <laughs> and it's yeah. so funny because it's in all my books, like vanilla powder. People are like, yeah. what? It's I not. order it now yeah. on Amazon, but oh. the price has gone like crazy. Oh, so, seen vanilla is it essence? That'd be yeah, right. so I've it's seen that. different. This is yeah, like the actual different. inside. And it makes of the such a difference to yeah. smoothies oh, and to everything. It also tastes so sweet. So, like in a whole batch, I might only put like a teaspoon or a tablespoon of maple syrup, like in 12 balls. But because of vanilla powder, it tastes so sweet. So, I get on Amazon now, but I think there's a worldwide vanilla shortage or something oh, there because must be something the price literally on. went from I was paying eight for like this little container but it would last you months because you only use a tiny bit and now it's like 30 or something I so read there, that there has to be something I read that in the newspaper there's some chef from some restaurant a couple of months ago 
And the article was all about the increase in vanilla prices. Now I feel really bad. <laughs> it was definitely, I can remember. Yeah. Okay, so they, they, they sound cool. Uh, Roz? Um, I think snacks are make or break because a lot of time people fall down when they snack, particularly if their goal is maybe better body composition or something like that. You know, they think that, um, oh, I just had this as a snack or that as a snack. And I think for me, I always say, you know, if your goal is to be healthy and you're watching your body composition, uh, go for more savoury snacks mm-hmm. because I think with sweet snacks, you definitely tend to overeat them. Yeah. Um, and it does kind of... And they're addictive too. That they're of, they're yeah. quite addictive, yeah. So, so what, me, are you, what are you talking there? Protein uh, Boiled eggs. Oh, yeah. um, so things like, uh, I like to have a combination of fats and protein. So uh, my one of my favourite snacks is a boiled egg with some almond or, no, or peanut butter. With the egg? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's so good. So look... I'll try that there's one. There's going to be, some, be, there's try, gonna be some people who are listening. He'll go, listen, because <laughs> I've been talking about butter. eggs and nut butter for so long now. It's the greatest combination ever. Um, and I've I've, uh, I've changed a lot of people over to the dark side. So um, <laughs> you'll see me there. Um, but also things like I'm, I'm and I, once again, I would say measure your nut butter. I know people are listening go, Jean, you like, would you ever stop? But I just want to have my nut butter. But, you know, it is important. Yeah. Like, you know, there is a, a line of like, you know, making sure you're nourishing your body and stuff like that. But there's your body only needs a, a certain amount. You know, that can be there is that yeah, line. Yeah, that's why where, things like balls or like an egg and stuff, it's already portion controlled. Like, you yeah. know, you're not going to sit there and have like six energy balls, mm-hmm. you know. So like things that are already portioned out definitely yeah. helps to keep you like, on track um, in like the likes of energy balls protein balls A they're popular B they're quite simple to make mm-hmm. aren't they yeah um, really simple, a lot yeah. of them though are too like datey for me like you know mm. there's they're like 90% dates and a yeah. tiny bit of nuts that's why I love the cookie dough balls and the kind of ones because it's basically just like nut butter in a ball mm-hmm. if you know what yeah. I mean so it's it's less kind of like high carb, it's just loads of good fats and mm-hmm. stuff and it's kind of portion controlled that way. Yeah, okay. I make one that's like made with chickpeas. So like you rinse, oh, yeah. you drain the chickpeas, you blend them up with some cacao powder, a little bit of maple, sea salt and protein powder. Yeah. And um, so they're like, you know, for some... Of course, the chickpea binds it then, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. So I guess like there's some people, you know, who... It's amazing the amount of people who are allergic to nuts now. Yeah, I'm Isn't actually it? allergic to peanuts, like deathly what? allergic. Really? Yeah, what? so that's why, yeah, so people are like, why don't you ever use peanut butter? And I was like, because I'll die. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. no way. So, but I love nuts, like, yeah. but I didn't actually eat any of them pretty much till I was like 15. I was just so scared that, like, you know, I was like, gosh, you look yeah. like peanuts kind of. Yeah, yeah. And now, like, they're like a huge part of my diet, but not peanuts, obviously. Yeah. 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 But okay, yeah, get some people asking for yeah. nut free recipes. That's kind of a protein bowl without the dates, which mm-hmm. so it's using chickpeas instead. So making yeah. pretty much the same way, just adding chickpeas. To and the even date. things like just having your top veggies and hummus. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, just things like that that are ready to go. It depends. I think snacks are so individual. If you're mm-hmm. someone who's good at portion control, yeah, totally go off and have your handful of nuts or have your protein balls and you know your sweet things if you can pre-make them. But if you're someone who snacks. And it's just mindlessly snacking. I I would say pick more like high protein snacks yeah. because yeah, there's a limit. You don't you're yeah, not gonna have you can too snack much on meat and stuff too. Meat yeah, too exactly. To can, yeah, or like fish or something like yeah. that. So um, I think like snacks are one of those things you have to be really mindful about. Like just over anything else that's what's a good thing to plan as well be like every day I have my whatever so like you're you know there's no like restriction on it like oh I'm not snacking or whatever you know that yeah. you can look forward to it but you don't need to like lose the plot yeah. down on it or even just a simple protein shake with like handful of berries and mm. spinach you know what I mean yeah and you and uh, with nut milk yeah or, or water or coconut water or you know kefir regular milk whatever you, oh, yeah. suits you you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I just think that diet is so individual. So whatever foods you like, you have to kind of, I suppose, make your plan around those. Because if you're eating stuff that's not enjoyable, food should be firstly enjoyable, you know? What are your favorite yeah. meals? 
Okay, so I have this thing. I have this thing. Well, okay, I also love curries. My boyfriend calls Mm. me curry person. So so I do love curries. Um, But I make this chickpea scramble. So I was getting loads of requests for people wanting egg-free breakfast recipes that weren't in porridge. I was like, (laughs) put me in a little box here. But um, so I make uh, this like chickpea scrambles made with like cumin, turmeric, some uh, kind of nutritional yeast and salt and pepper. Um, And I make a wrap out of it with some avocado and spinach. And it's probably one of my favorite things. It takes about five minutes to make. Um, And yeah, it's my go-to meal, I'd say. Okay, indeed. Um, yeah, so for, like I was saying, for dinners, it would definitely be kind of curry kind of things like that. But honestly, I'd say my, one of my favorite foods is porridge. Like, I just absolutely oh, love yeah. it. Like, it's just so, so comforting. It's like, I don't get why people, when it's people back aren't... In, it's in vogue. The last couple of years, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like... But it's the, just it's, the it's, most comforting, creamy, like, and you mm. can do it different every time. Like, you never get bored. It's just so good. Like, that's such a boring answer, but that really... No, no. <laughs> it's not. You know what? Anytime, if, if you would ask me what's my comfort food or, yeah. like... Mm what's the thing you yeah like you actually look it's forward to it yeah it's just so good I don't know if that's because we're Irish or no, yeah. not, yeah. I'm part of the biggest <laughs> fan as I've always been been, been, been uh, eating it and on about it okay so we're coming to part of the show now or I want you to wrap it up a little bit um, I'm going to ask you for three simple tips that you would give to our listeners who want to eat a little bit healthier um, they've got tips just listening to the podcast so far and um, they're able to check out your recipes and stuff online we'll get the, the websites in a minute but in terms of the key takeaway. So every episode we do, people listen in and no matter what guests we have on, I mm-hmm. like to get the key tips and the key takeaways from the content that we've gone through. Um, who wants to go okay. first? Give me your top three, Roz. Go um, for it. So first of all, I think it would be uh, to write a seven-day food diary. And this is really because I think it's really helpful in terms of knowing where you go wrong and knowing where you go right. So a lot of us, you know, we say, oh, I eat really, really well. Or, you know, I have my three meals and two snacks. And then once you start writing it down, you go, whoa, I actually snack like it just before I go to bed or I'm having all these extra things. It makes you really mindful. And once yeah. you're mindful of where you're slipping up, that's when you can make a change. So write a seven-day food diary. And I know you're going to start on Monday and by Wednesday you're going to be like, anyway, things are going off the rails by Thursday, but just keep writing. Because that's the only way you'll become aware of where you're going wrong. And number two would be stock up. So, you know, make a food list. I'm sure Indy, like, and I, we have pages on our sites about, you know, what we have in our kitchen press, um, our kind of top products that we always buy, like stock up on tin stuff. Mm -hmm. Things aren't really going to go out to waste. And... Number three, what I would say is really important. On a Saturday or a Sunday when you're sitting down watching TV, screenshot recipes you're going to make that week. So go onto blogs or Instagram. Even in the newspapers. Yeah, mm. and just screenshot recipes and buy ingredients for those recipes and keep to a food shopping list. This will, first of all, stop food waste. But secondly, it, you have a plan for the week. Mm-hmm. And I think a plan is really, really important. Great. Okay. Yeah. Those are good. Um, the top first one that I would say probably is, and it's something that like I've really noticed myself in the last kind of year because I've changed my diet loads in the last year, and that's to like not try and fit into like a specific box of a kind of diet. Like you know, you don't have to be like paleo, vegan, whatever. Like in the last year, I've I don't eat meat or eggs anymore. Okay. But so I eat kind of like a mostly plant based diet, but I do eat a bit of fish. So like when people ask me like what are you, I don't have an answer. And mm-hmm. like you shouldn't need an answer. It should it's be just what works Yeah, for what you. works for you and don't get hung up like, you know, on what I'm eating on Instagram, what Roz is eating on Instagram. It really depends what works for you in terms of an enjoyment thing mm-hmm. and a health thing. So it would be like not don't put yourself into a box. Um and then the number two I'd say would be kind of similar in having the kind of 
your staples and the fruit, but stuff that you really like as well yourself. It should always be enjoyable. You should never, you know, be forced to like, okay, I'm going to have this smoothie every morning because they said in that podcast. Yeah, See yeah. What I mean, mm-hmm. like, if you don't like smoothies, forget about it. Yeah. Like, ignore what we said. Um, but yeah, having stuff that's just to hand. So tin stuff, spices, herbs, all those kind of things and stocking up your freezer. So like you're kind of ready to go. Also as well, what Rod said about actually making a list while you're looking at a recipe is so important because you could be like, oh yeah, I'm going to make a curry. What do I need? And then you actually go on that day and you're like, oh, I don't have that, I don't have that. Like use the recipe when you're making your shopping list. And then the third tip that I'd say isn't actually food related, but just health in general um, is eight hours of sleep. I just read that book. Have you read it? Why We Sleep? It's on my um, list. Yeah. Oh my God. It's like life changing. Like you have to read it. Um. But yeah, just eight hours of sleep is so important for literally everything in your life. Like your health now, your health in the future, your mind, your productivity, and both your it, happiness. In terms of everything. food, in terms yeah. of how you digest food. Yeah, it's how really you important for your gut plan, health. And stuff. In terms of yeah. The, yeah. Okay. And of course, so. if you wake up and you're tired, the first thing you're going to go for is something to sugar. give you energy yeah. and sugar. Yeah, yeah there's actually, they, yeah. he goes into that loads about the people that were deprived of sleep, eat. I think it's on average like two or 300 more calories a day, like no matter what. Yeah. Um, so it's literally every aspect of your life. So eight hours. Eight hours of sleep. And oh, there is a really good podcast on that. Yeah, I'm the Joe terrible. Rogan one. The Joe yeah, Rogan one with so Matthew good. Walker. If you don't have time to read it, yeah. But you should it read it. is fantastic. It's, yeah. it's like two hours, an hour and a half, two yeah. hours long. So if you're going for a walk wow. at the weekend, listen it's to so it. Good. And I swear, after And he asks all that, the questions as well. Yeah. When you're reading it, you're like, if you want to ask that guy that, he asks them. So yeah. it's good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, when you're listening to that, you'll never, like stay up late again on your phone yeah You'll it's kind of terrifying like I yeah. made my parents read it and they're like my dad was like I don't want to read it I don't want like <laughs> you don't want to know how bad it is yeah. but you really need uh, mm-hmm. yeah seven to nine hours amazing yeah okay it's okay thank you so much for coming in uh, if people want to check out some of your stuff your blogs your websites uh, Indy where do they go so um the little and then Instagram is definitely my favorite so that's at the little green spoon Okay, fantastic. Ross? Uh, Nashbornfeeder.com is where you're going to find out most kind of the recipes. And then you can check out Rosanna Purcell on Instagram and my newsletter. That's where all my exclusive bits involved are. <laughs> sign up for the newsletter. Fantastic, guys. Thank you so much for coming into the Real Health Thanks Podcast today. Thank well, folks, that's all we have time for today. I really hope you enjoyed that episode with Roz and Indy. They're simple takeaways, simple tools and really simple things to cook. So give it a go, give it a try. If you do cook some of the things, don't forget to tag us on Instagram and Twitter. It's hashtag RealHealthPodcast. As always, you can send us in your questions. It's realhealth at independent.ie. And don't forget to rate and review, or even just rate. Um, We've had over 100 so far, which we're absolutely delighted with. So thank you so much. Have a brilliant week, and I'll see you next week. Leia Healthcare. It's good to live. Proud sponsor of the Real Health Podcast with Carl Henry.